The Packers and Redskins are pretty much the very definition of that sports truism that it's not so much who you play as when you play them. In 2010, the Redskins caught the Packers in an early season rough patch and beat them 16-13 in overtime, thanks in part to a late concussion to Aaron Rodgers and one of the only good games in Donovan McNabb's brief stop in Washington. Three years later, the Redskins came to Lambeau Field after the Packers opened the season with a disappointing loss to the 49ers. Aaron Rodgers tore them apart with 480 yards and four touchdowns on just 42 passes. He threw eight incompletions total all day. In the 2015 playoffs, the Redskins were on the receiving end of one of the most well-timed defensive performances of the late Dom Capers era, in which Nick Perry spontaneously became the best version of himself and took all-pro tackle Trent Williams apart for three sacks, earning himself a big contract in the process. And the next year, the Redskins returned the favor and walloped the Packers 42-24 to on national television. But in the process, they sparked Aaron Rodgers' run-the-table prophecy and serious trouble for the rest of the league. Now the teams seem to be at a bit of a crossroads again. The Packers are undefeated with a bit of an asterisk, I'll admit, after navigating the two toughest games of the early part of their schedule, while the Redskins already seem like they're on a bit of a downward swoon. Following a solid Week 1 effort with an embarrassing loss in their home opener, witnessed by what seemed to be only a few dozen people. While Washington has 11 players on injured reserve already and another seven listed as doubtful or questionable for Sunday, the Packers are the healthiest they've been to start a season in a long time and will return three promising young players to the lineup this weekend. If this game was played at virtually any other point during this season, the roles could easily be reversed. It's not like Washington is even that bad of a team. They have quality players at key positions on offense and defense and have played pretty well at times on both sides of the ball this year. But reading the play between both teams, it's hard to come away with anything other than a distinctly different feel on both sides. We'll soon see whether that feeling has any basis in reality. Blue 58! Hello and welcome to this week's preview of the Packers game coming up this weekend. Let's dive right in with five things to think about during this Sunday's game. Number one, all signs point to Packers rookie linebacker Oren Burks making his debut this week and not a moment too soon. The Redskins have an incredible weapon in the pass game in running back Chris Thompson. Football Outsiders ranks Thompson as the second best receiver at his position. Against the Bears and Vikings, the Packers' defense showed a little bit of trouble against receiving backs, allowing running backs to grab 11 passes for 93 yards. And Thompson has done better than that just this past week. He had 92 receiving yards against the Colts, so falling just a yard short. But that topped his already very good 63 yards against the Cardinals in Week 1. Number two, Washington's defense has been very good so far. The advanced stats don't quite love them as much as the raw numbers, but those raw numbers are very good through two weeks. They're currently second in the league in scoring defense and first in yards, but they'll have to be even better to slow down Aaron Rodgers. He trails only Sam Darnold and Ryan Fitzpatrick in passer rating on third down. Rodgers' passer rating is 125.5. And since 2008, Rodgers' 108.8 passer rating on third down is six points higher than the second-best mark by Tom Brady. Redskins safety DJ Swearinger, as we move to point number three, had two interceptions last week against the Colts. Last time a Packers player had two interceptions in a game was safety HaHa Clinton Dix in December 2016 at Soldier Field. That game came against the Bears. The Packers won that game 
30 to 27. Number four refers to number 33. That's Aaron Jones, who returns to the Packers lineup this week, getting his first regular season action since week 16 of last year. As you'll remember, he sat out the week 17 game with an injury. He was banged up for a lot of 2017, as a matter of fact, but injuries didn't really define his season as much as you might expect. Prior to his first knee injury last year, Jones averaged 5.58 yards per carry on 62 carries. After that, only a slight dip. He averaged 5.37 yards per carry, but only got the ball 19 times on the ground over six games. And number five, we've talked at length about the Packers' issues with their edge rush, and those issues are very real. But dating back to last November, the Packers' defense has actually recorded more sacks than all but two other NFL teams. The Packers' 30 sacks are behind only the Tennessee Titans with 35 and the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have 38. So who could be an X-Factor this week? You probably have a pretty good guess based on what we've said so far, but it's going to be Aaron Burks, despite what Mike McCarthy has said. He's been both coy and dismissive about how much Burks could play this week. But his very presence on the active roster, I think, makes Burks an X-Factor no matter what. He adds an athletic presence to the middle of the defense that we haven't seen there since the heyday of Nick Barnett. Sure, Mike McCarthy says he won't play much on defense, instead sticking to special teams, but if he does, he'll immediately be a difference maker just by virtue of the kind of athlete he is. And the Packers could use him too. In addition to running back Chris Thompson, they'll also roll out tight end Jordan Reed, who's very good in his own right. The Redskins are very well prepared to victimize the slower members of the Packers linebacking group. So what happened the last time the Packers and Redskins played? Well, the last time these two teams met, it was a bit of an ugly period in the Packers' 2016 season. On November 13th, a week prior to the last Packers-Redskins game, the Packers lost on the road to the Tennessee Titans. The very next day, Mike McCarthy gave his famous I'm a highly successful NFL coach press conference. Just a couple days after that, we officially started the Does Aaron Rodgers Have Family Problems storyline thanks to an article from Bleacher Report. And as for the actual game, it was very winnable for the Packers, but they pretty much stumbled all over themselves. They came out hot, but Kirk Cousins was hotter. He threw for 375 yards and three touchdowns, completing 70% of his passes. A couple late miscues really took the Packers' chances away. Final score, 42-24, to but even then... It wasn't quite that close. So who's going to win on Sunday? Well, the Redskins are considered home dogs in this game, finding themselves two and a half to three point underdogs, depending on which betting line you go by. And despite their success on defense so far, the Redskins feel like a team that could be a bit of an early season mirage. They beat up on a relatively hapless Arizona Cardinals team. Then they were pretty well handled by the Indianapolis Colts last week, hardly juggernauts in their own right. The Packers, meanwhile, haven't really blown the doors off anybody, but they seem like a team ready to take control of a matchup from the get-go for the first time this year. I predict the Packers do take control of this one and take care of business on the road, beating Washington 30-14. What do you think about this one? Well, let's take a look at our survey. Most respondents to our poll feel pretty confident the Packers will be victorious on Sunday. 88% of voters rated their confidence at a 3 or higher out of 4 that the Packers would win this week. That's a significant improvement over a week ago. Now, that confidence comes despite waning support for Mike McCarthy, who has people feeling 
less positive about his performance after 24% of voters described their feelings about McCarthy as very positive in week one. Just 7% did the same this week. And let's take one last look back at that Vikings game from Sunday. We asked voters which of the many questionable calls in that game, other than the Clay Matthews roughing call, bothered them the most. 47% identified the Lane Taylor holding call that brought back that touchdown to Jimmy Graham as their most egregious offense. One last thought before we send you off into the weekend. I've mentioned feelings and senses at several points during this preview, and that's something of a departure for me. I try as much as I can to let information and research be my guide, but try as I might, I can't shake the feeling that Aaron Rodgers is really due for one of those games. You know the ones. Those games where he comes out really cooking from the start, and it really doesn't matter how many points the opposing team puts up. You just know it's not going to be enough. The last time he had a game like that was almost exactly a year ago when the Packers put on their all-white quote-unquote color rush uniforms to beat up on the Bears. Sooner or later, Rodgers is going to have another such game. Why couldn't it be this week? We'll find out on Sunday. That's all we've got for this preview. We'll see you after the game and what the Packers do in their first road test of 2018. Blue 58, hit, hit. 